our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. I am the podcast producer here at BTSC, and I am proud to bring along to you the Pittsburgh Steelers Fan Rooting Guide. The 5-0 Steelers are on their way to Music City to take on the equally 5-0 Tennessee Titans. Now, this is a game that was supposed to be played three weeks ago when both teams were 3-0 at the time, but the COVID thing hit the Tennessee Titan locker room, and you know the whole mess that ensued. Here we are three weeks later, and both teams are now 5-0, and and it is definitely a five-star matchup. We are looking into the future with this being a pivotal game for the 2020 season. The team here that wins is most likely to come away with a conference lead and the number one seed in the playoffs when they start, hopefully, in January. So here we go. You're probably thinking, Bad. I know who to root for. Yeah, you do. And I know that. And it always comes down to this. The Pittsburgh Steelers always have to win their game. But there's other teams to look at. There's divisional teams. There's conference teams. And you always want that NFC team to possibly beat an AFC team. However, sometimes you're going to root for an AFC team over an NFC team if it means momentum for that team to take out another of the Steelers' rivals in the future. So that's something to look at. We kind of dig a little deeper than just your gut instinct in the rooting guide. So before we get started with the rooting guide, 
Let's look at the conference standings going into week six. It's a little confusing at the top of the conference. Now, some sites are saying that the Steelers are the number one seed. Other sites are saying that the Titans are the number one seed. In my eye, the way I look at it, it looks like because the Titans have more wins in the conference, that they are the number one seed, and that's what we are going to go with here. However, that is all going to be cleared up on Sunday when we have a definitive winner in this game. Unless there's a tie, then it's going to be even more of a mess. But let's assume right now that it's going to be a win-loss proposition. Here we go. Right now, the number 16 seed continues to be the New York Jets. They have not moved from that position. They are in trouble right now. They are right now looking like they are a top threat for that Trevor Lawrence pick in the 2021 draft. I've also saw reports. I've also seen reports that Trevor Lawrence is thinking about or has been advised to forego has been advised to not forego his senior season and leave the Jets at the altar, which would be interesting. We'll see how that plans out, but that's just talk right now. At number 15, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are one in five. They won very early in the season and they are reeling. At number 14, the Houston Texans. They had their first win a couple of weeks ago. They took the Titans all the way to overtime, but the Texans are just struggling. They are at one and five. At number 13, the Los Angeles Chargers have been playing everybody tough, but they are at one and four coming off of a bye week. At number 12, those Cincinnati Bengals, they are one, four, and one. They had a win a couple weeks ago. They had that tie a couple weeks ago, but they are struggling as well. The New England Patriots are really struggling. They are two and three and reeling. What is going on in Foxborough? At number 10, the Denver Broncos are actually playing a whole heck of a lot better. They are now at two and three. They have their quarterback back, and they might be a threat to the Kansas City Chiefs, not really for the division, but maybe to knock them down a peg. Look out for the Broncos. At number nine, the Miami Dolphins have been winning a lot lately. They are three and three. They have a new quarterback as Ryan Fitzpatrick has been benched for Tua, and we'll see what Tua can do. That's going to be really interesting, but they are on a bye this week. At number eight, right on the outside looking in, they had a bye last week. It's the Las Vegas Raiders. The last time they played, they beat the Kansas City Chiefs, surprisingly, that was somebody that we picked in the rooting guide, and we were glad to see them come through for us. They are at 3-2. and two. Here is how the playoffs would look right now if the season ended today. At number 7, the Indianapolis Colts, courtesy of a win this week, 4-2. and two, They would earn their third wild card and travel to Pittsburgh in round 1. At number 6, the Cleveland Browns may have been exposed a little bit this week. They remain at the number six seed. They would earn that second wild card and travel to Kansas City in round one. 
At number five, those Baltimore Ravens. They are playing a whole lot better since that setback against the Kansas City Chiefs. They are now at five and one. They would earn the first wild card, travel to Buffalo in round one. That would be a fantastic game. Buffalo, of course, we just mentioned them. They are four and two. The Kansas City Chiefs are at five and one. They rebounded last week and are playing a whole heck of a lot better. That one setback against the Las Vegas Raiders behind them. They are right now the number three seed, and they would host Cleveland in round one. At number two, we mentioned the Steelers. At 5-0, and oh, they would host Indianapolis in round one. And getting the first round by would be the Tennessee Titans, who right now are 5-0. and oh. This whole thing could shift after this pivotal week seven matchup. Now let's go to the rooting guide. It's the Buffalo Bills and the New York Jets. The Bills have lost two games in a row. But they were to the likes of 5-0 Tennessee, like we said, and 5-1 KC. Was Buffalo exposed a bit? Possibly. But the Bills had two games uprooted by COVID, and they're hurting with injury. This is still, though, an upper echelon team. They could be dangerous to the Steelers. The Jets, they're an equally dreadful team. But, you know, we all know a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. But the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets need much more than a seeing-eye dog and a drug-sniffing dog to find a jar of planters. So we'll see what happens. Who to root for, though? Rooting Guide says, New York Jets. Cleveland Browns at Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals put up a bunch of points in Week 2 against Cleveland. It was a tough loss, and Joe Burrow seems to be a superstar in the making. He had three touchdowns in that game. He is going through some growing pains, but you could tell that this kid has it. The Browns are 4-2, and two, but were they possibly exposed in two 30-point-plus losses to the Steelers and to the Ravens? Yeah, they might have been. We will see how this team rebounds against Cincinnati. If Cleveland loses to Cincinnati, then they have a potential to wilt. Who to root for? Rooting Guide says... The Cincinnati Bengals. Kind of feels dirty to say that emphatically, but Cincinnati Bengals. There you go. Green Bay Packers at Houston Texans. This Sunday at 1 p.m. game does not really have much of a consequence for the Steelers, but I'd really like to see the Texans have the confidence to go after teams like the Chiefs, the Colts, and the Titans. I'd also like to see the NFC's juggernaut knock down maybe a little closer to earth. Who to root for in this game? The Houston Texans. Jacksonville Jaguars at Los Angeles Chargers. Look, I'm looking at the Chargers and the Jaguars of not being really too much of a threat at all to the Steelers. However, the Chargers are more likely to give the Raiders and the Chiefs a run for their money, so I'd rather see LA get better and have some mojo to challenge those teams and maybe help out the black and gold on the back end somewhere down the line. Who to root for? Rooting Guide says Los Angeles Chargers. Kansas City Chiefs at Denver Broncos. This one's pretty much a no-brainer. Denver has two wins. They've gotten their Drew Locke back behind center. The second-year quarterback successfully launched the ball deep on the second play of the game. They beat the New England Patriots at Gillette Field, which is a big deal. The Broncos were also helped out by 
Brandon McManus having like a million field goals. I think it was six, but all those field goals really helped Denver. Do they have momentum going? Yeah. They're playing at home. They're playing the Super Bowl champs, the rivals in the Chiefs. They definitely want to win this game. They could really help out the Steelers with a win. Is it going to happen? I'm not going to put my money on it, but this is not a betting guide. It's a rooting guide. So who to root for? Denver Broncos. Look, Steeler fans know that the Patriots are never out of it. With Bill Belichick at the helm, anything's going to happen. They're 2-3, and three, but look, I'm not going to rest until this team is under 500. And still, if I'm resting, it's only going to be with one eye open. Who to root for? Rooting Guide says the San Francisco 49ers. And finally, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Las Vegas Raiders. Look, I'm thinking that Kansas City still needs some healthy competition. The Raiders beat them once a couple weeks ago in KC. John Gruden, Silver and Black would be less dangerous in the playoffs for the Steelers. But you need to have them knock Kansas City down a couple of notches. If they could beat them again, if they could challenge them for a division, that could put Kansas City in a different realm and not challenging for that number one seed, which the Steelers are also challenging for. So Rooting Guide says, go for the Las Vegas Raiders over Tom Brady and Tampa. Look, it's still Tom Brady, right? Boo. So that's your Rooting Guide. Before we get to that, the buys. Baltimore Ravens, Indianapolis Colts, and Miami Dolphins are all taking a week off. The Steelers will see the Baltimore Ravens in just a couple of weeks. So that is going to be interesting. And that is all courtesy of COVID and the Tennessee Titans. So more reason to want to beat the Titans this week to not just get that number one seed, but maybe a little retribution for the inconvenience. With that being said, my name's Brian Anthony Davis. This is who to root for for Yinzer's sake. It's your rooting guide from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We will see you next week. Grab your terrible towels, friends. It's time to start waving. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. 
New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.